Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! Hey, Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 451, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary. Joined as always by my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yep. That's not what she said right before I hit record. Well, before we hit record, I told you that I hate golf. You hate it now, huh? Hate it. What's going on? Do I can't hit have... the ball. Can't. So what is it? What? What's? You said everything you like three pars and a boat. Everything. You know what it felt like back when I worked at Wells Fargo and you had to do the fake accounts that I refused to do. Mm-hmm. I had that. I had that sick feeling driving to the Saturday game. Like I didn't want to go. I was in the car and I was just sick. You just had no desire to be. I there. had no desire. I was nauseous. I just. I didn't want to play, and then I just wanted to be done with it. That's not good. Because you. Love I'm golf. starting to hate everything. Like I don't even want to do lunch now. <laughs> like I just want to put my stuff in my car and just leave. I'm just. <laughs> I get. I get pissed when I get emails from Darren. <laughs> like i just want to hit delete like michael like you're well, like would you like to join us in the wednesday game i just delete it because i'm pissed <laughs> you can block his email address oh what's going on i don't know i'm moving too much parts i can't hit a ball yeah like what what do you, when you say that what do you mean like what's happening like when i when i bring the club back my whole body goes back right so it's but not what's just a club what's happening to the to the golf ball oh i'm hitting i'm topping it Topping everything. Yep. I'm yeah. topping it. You know, I, I'd have one hole where I'm just, you know, I'd hit three consecutive ground balls. Mm-hmm. And then I, I you know, I still got to hit my shot from 180 because theoretically, if I put it in for a five, we get one quota point. <laughs> you can't quit on so, the team. So after topping it three straight times, you think you're going to hold out a six? Optimistically hold out a six. Yeah. Sign. And then when I top that one, then I'm just pick it up, Alex. <laughs> that's that That's good from there, parts. That's a good double. That's a that's a six right there. <laughs> oh, how does it get so bad so it's, quick? It's so bad because I don't know how to repeat when I'm playing well, and yeah. I can repeat when I'm playing bad. Yeah, that's so when I'll go do. out and shoot forty-one. I don't know what the hell I did to shoot forty-one. Then I'll go on to ten, feeling good, and just top my drive into the creek, and then I'll go forty-nine or fifty-one, and just have a disaster. It's a, you don't even care. Like, well, you care, but. I don't even care if I shoot 51 if I'm, like, making contact with the ball and just scoring poorly. It's when you get in a situation that you're in where it's very hopeless. Because mm-hmm. then you make, like, a par and you're mad that you made a par. Because because you're like, well, what good does this do me? I can't even get the ball in the air. Like, you luck I... into a par or a bogey and then you get more angry. On number three... I hit a decent drive, but I'm I'm left, and I don't, and I don't, I can't go over the tree. I'm over by that fairway bunker, and I can't. We were downwind. I had a gap wedge. I, I couldn't get it over the tree, so I hit a little punch six iron. Hit it good, but now I'm to the right of the greenside bunker. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, now I got a chip. Can't putt it. Thing sitting on a tee. I take out a sixty degree. I chip it to about seven feet. All right, I can two putt for bogey, right? Yep. Oh no, the no, no, because it's it's late November now. Greens are at 11, about eleven right now. I go seven feet past a hole. I three putt from seven feet to make another six. So that I just walk off. I, I just walked right off the green. Then I mean the other guy, Alex and his playing partner are still putting out. I'm so pissed I won't even like I walk to the fourth green. I'm fourth tee. I'm shooting the range finder to see what the yardage is. <laughs> you get mad too. 
No, like, it was it was to the point where I was quiet. I was beyond pissed. I wasn't throwing clubs or bending anything or kicking anything. Uh, it was just well, that's was worse quiet. though. Yeah, I was that's quiet. worse. Yeah, because when you're when you're getting mad and bending things, like that was the point where if someone said the wrong thing, you might have just snapped. Yeah, that's bad. I hate it. How many? How often? Like how many rounds has this been? It's been about for about three weeks now, so it's it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere this week. You just think it's the new game? Like you can get out of it though, can't you? Yeah, but it, I don't know how to. It's just it's just luck. It's like I it's like if I I don't sway anymore. Yeah, don't just don't do that. Oh, I know that's so freaking easy, isn't it? Just <laughs> when you go shoot forty one, just do that every time, and you'll shoot eighty two. I know how the math works, and I'll be fine. I'll be good to go. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, parts. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I think you might need an intervention. You might need to seek religion. No, I just. I don't know. I just like. I. I don't. I don't even want to play on Thanksgiving. You got to play through it. It's hard to play through, though. It's long and miserable. I mean, do you hit your driver okay, or are you topping your drivers too? I told you I hit a forty-yard drive in front of Larry O'Brien two weeks ago. Yeah, well, that that could happen anyway. Even when you're going good, that happens sometimes. So the that creek is- on that creek on one should not come into play. No, it's coming not into off the tee. Of us. No, not off the tee. <laughs> and that son of a bitch looks like the ocean at times when I'm turning. <laughs> I'm playing bad. That thing looks like the Gulf of Mexico right there. Parts. <laughs> you're shooting the laser. How far are you gonna carry it? It's got sixty-three yards to carry the creek. It's it's so bad. I'm wondering if you just go seven iron, seven iron, seven iron. It's it's really bad. Yeah, but that doesn't help if you top the seven iron into the creek. Well, maybe if I top a seven iron, it's short of the creek. You know? Oh, lay, lay, laying up. Maybe I'm creek. just gonna start laying up. So, well, how soon can you pull out the putter? I snapped one on nine that came backwards, oh, and really? I was barely past the ladies' tee. So you just hit it into like a tree and it came right back at you? Oh, just a complete snapper and just, and it just came flying back. It's not good parts. Mm-hmm. No, no, I hate golf. I hate it. So you, are you saying like I might, I might be playing by myself in December? I might not have a membership. I might just suspend the damn thing. Why? You think- the dumbest thing is to be writing a check every month. That's what that's, that's even worse. Oh, because now you're going to get the bill for December, and you're going to be even more miserable. Like, I actually have to pay for this crap now. <laughs> Don't do anything ir- irrational here. You got a good thing going. Oh, let me carry your ass for another. For just let me carry the membership for a few weeks so that you can play a couple. No, of no, players. I'll play. I no, mean, I, I understand I what you're saying. I just don't want you to regret it. Like, are you th- are you to the point where you're like thinking about putting the the motorized push cart on eBay or something. Yeah. Get some money back. I kind of want to break that too. And that would not be smart. Like I really want to smash that. There's a thing that holds your cell phone where I can type in my stats, you know? So when I top one into the Creek, I can say, do you keep the stats when you're going bad too? Yeah. I still keep that. Oh, that's bad. That's bad for your mental health. I think you might need to see a psychiatrist, not like a golf pro. And then I want to smash my phone, and I want to—I hmm. want to break my phone. I mean, it's—it's—I'm in a bad place right now. That's not good. This is not good. I'm I think in a real need, bad place. I think you need Father Rob, Father Bob to. You uh, want me? You, get you should through. we contact Father Bob? Get Father Bob on the case. He can exercise the demons. He's—is he, you said he's ordained now, right? Uh, I think Father Detweiler is. Um, he's going. He's getting his credentials as we speak. We discussed oh, this over lunch through, on Saturday. He's going through the rigorous process, like I did, to become an ordained minister of the Universal Life Church. He said he ha- he's going to be officiating um, his best man's wedding next summer. Nice. So he has to go through the dog and pony show, like I did. Yep. And we were become... debating what his name's going to be, and we all agreed it's Father Bob. Father Bob. He's going to get the, uh, he, obviously, he's got to get the collar and the suit. He's going to do that. He wants to do that. And then he wants to get the big cross that, you know, um, Father who's the Guido Archbishop Sarducci. of New York? Father Guido Sarducci? No, the guy, he's really cool. I love him. I you know the know. Archbishop of New York? I don't. I can't say that I do. Oh, okay. Cardinal O'Connor. Okay. 
Is it Cardinal O'Connor? Could be. That he used to be Cardinal O'Connor. Anyways. Um, and then I, you know how I offered to sing at Alex's wedding. I offered also to be like an altar boy and follow him with the, with the, with incense. the incense. Yes, absolutely. You could sing while you do that too. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty good. If he needs some like uh, ministry advice, or if he needs a spiritual advisor, you can send him my way. The most reverend Gary. <laughs> so I go by the most reverend. That's what you went by? Yeah, I went by the Is most Is that how Reverend. you sign your emails? Yes, God bless I do. the most Reverend Gary. Yeah. I mean, Did I've you been... see me trying to make you laugh at your sister's wedding? <laughs> I tried I think I tried to ignore you because I knew you I knew you could easily or would. If you showed up in the collar, would she have been pissed? Yes. I think I asked and I was vetoed. Would you have really worn a collar to your sister's wedding? I would have worn one of those like the sashes that go like over the shoulder. Oh, like with the ones that have different, the ones that like they're different colors. Yeah, exactly. During the season, like Advent yep. and stuff, like the green. Yeah, it's like purple for Advent. Yeah. <laughs> they and you got to get the black sneakers. They all wear like those black sneakers when they do their mass. Well, yeah, that's because they're they're wearing like the old man New Balance sneakers, the all black New Balances. Because they're all 100 years old. Glory to God in the highest. <laughs> and peace to his people on earth. Lord Jesus Christ. I, oh, don't get me going. <laughs> Remember I texted you last night? I was listening to Catholic YouTube hymns on. <laughs> yes. Do you think there's many people who do that? Oh, I bet there's a lot of views on those videos. Speaking of YouTube videos, I just watched a, a beautiful review of uh, how'd that come out, huh? Was that good? French Quarter King Room Sasagula Riverview. Go to youtube.com slash at WDWBTG and uh, watch our latest video. I did French say Quarter that we were, Review. I did tease it that I was going to do the Grand Floridian because only because I thought I was going to have some news to break, mm-hmm. but we don't yet have news to break. No, okay. Not yet. Not yet. You're still having your lawyer look over the paperwork. Yeah, everybody up yep, the paperwork still being looked at. And... I mean that that uh, yearly membership could go a long way in DVC points. Is all I'm gonna say. You could maybe freaking double it up, double it up, and we go from studio to one bedroom. That's the best one of the day, right there. <laughs> I just never play golf again. Would you sell me your irons? Yeah, you want the M6s? Maybe. Yeah, they're good. I might try them. You'll have to hit them. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit you down here. Definitely. I still want to do Oak Trail, though. I think that might be what you need to get out of your head. Yeah, there's woods there. That's all right. Yeah, we'll do Oak Trail. Just we steakhouse that We're still discussing what we're going to have for dinner. Yeah. I thought the idea is... Well, we could talk about that. We could talk about it, actually, in this episode, potentially. But Okay. Should we uh, take our first break Sure, here? let's take our first break. All right, we'll be right back. Soon and very soon, we are gonna see the key. Soon and very soon, we are gonna see the key. Soon and very soon, we are gonna see the key. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're gonna see the key. No more. We are back for break episode number 451 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, what else are we going to talk about? Your buddy, Bald Bob, got got canned, got shown the door. Nice $20 million severance package on his way out. That's not a bad way to go, though, is it? No. And the sick thing with me is I would be looking at ways to get fired. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Like, you're just trying to figure out, how can I get my severance? All he has to do is keep his mouth shut and, like, ride off. And, like, 
Let them for twenty million dollars. They can say whatever the hell they want about me. You get that little golden parachute. They're gonna badmouth him, blame everything bad on him. He just has to bite his tongue for whatever four or five years, whatever the NDA is, and then he can write his book. Can go do his media tour at that point. But uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> think about the the. I don't know what he was making, probably close to that. I would imagine that's probably like a year's salary for severance for him. But to not have the the stress, people calling for his head every day, blaming him for everything, getting booed when he goes to D23. He couldn't even go on the stage anymore. That's what I mean. Just to have all that get paid to get out of that situation, that's pretty good. And everyone's happy. He's gone. Chapik, he stepped down, though. He didn't get fired. He said uh, on a Sunday night, he was having a a coffee, sitting down with his wife. He said, I think I'm going to step down. That sounds like how it all went down, at least according to what they said, right? He steps down as CEO. Should I read the uh, the press release from, from Disney? So here's the uh, statement from Disney. The Walt Disney Company, this is my favorite part on the on the press releases when they put their stock symbol in there. I love that, don't you? NYC, yeah, NYSE. The Walt Disney Company announced today that Robert A. Iger is returning to lead Disney as chief executive officer, effective immediately. Mr. Iger, who spent more than four decades at the company, including 15 years as its CEO, has agreed to serve as Disney's CEO for two years with a mandate from the board to set the strategic direction for renewed growth and to work closely with the board in developing a successor to lead the company at the completion of his term. Because how did that go the first time? Yeah, no kidding. He he picked his successor last time. Right. Mr. Iger succeeds Bob Chapek, who has stepped down from his position. We thank Bob Chapek for, this is a quote, we thank Bob Chapek for his service to Disney over his long career, including navigating the company through the unprecedented challenges of the pandemic said Susan Arnold, chairman of the board. The board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of industry transformation, Bob Iger is uniquely situated to lead the company through this pivotal period. Mr. Iger has the deep respect of Disney's senior leadership team, most of whom he worked closely with until his departure as executive chairman 11 months ago, and he is greatly admired by Disney employees worldwide, all of which will allow for a seamless transition of leadership, she said. The position of chairman of the board remains unchanged, with Ms. Arnold serving in that capacity. I am extremely optimistic for the future of this great company and thrilled to be asked by the board to return as its CEO, Mr. Iger said. Disney and its incomparable brands and franchises hold a special place in the hearts of so many people around the globe, most especially in the hearts of our employees whose dedication to this company and its mission is an inspiration. I am deeply honored to be asked again to lead this remarkable team with a clear mission focused on creative excellence to inspire generations through unrivaled, bold storytelling. During his 15 years as CEO from 2005 to 2020, Mr. Iger helped build Disney into one of the world's most successful and admired media and entertainment companies with a strategic vision focused on creative excellence, technological innovation, and international growth. He expanded on Disney's legacy of unparalleled storytelling with the acquisitions of Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and 21st Century Fox, and increased the company's market capitalization fivefold during his time as CEO. Mr. Iger continued to direct Disney's creative endeavors until his departure as executive chairman last December, and the company's robust pipeline of content is a testament to his leadership and vision. So there you go. It sounded like a, little... a whole lot of nothing to me. Well, <laughs> they yeah, they, they went through a lot. I mean, not that people really need his uh his bio, but that's the statement from Disney. And then uh not long after actually before, I believe, the timeline was uh, he sent an email to all the cast members before they put the press release out. So uh, Iger sent this email to all cast members. 
Dear fellow employees and cast members, it is with an incredible sense of gratitude and humility, and I must admit a bit of amazement, that I write to you this evening with news that I am returning to the Walt Disney Company as Chief Executive Officer. When I look at the creative success of our teams across our studios, Disney General Entertainment, ESPN, and International, the rapid growth of our streaming services, the phenomenal reimagining and rebound of our parks, the continued great work of ABC News, and so many other achievements across our businesses, I am in awe of your accomplishments, and I am excited to embark with you on many new endeavors. I know this company has asked so much of you during the past three years, and these times certainly remain quite challenging. But as you have heard me say before, I am an optimist. And if I learned one thing from my years at Disney, it is that even in the face of uncertainty, perhaps especially in the face of uncertainty, our employees and cast members achieve the impossible. You will be hearing more from me and your leaders tomorrow and in the weeks ahead. In the meantime, allow me to express my deep gratitude for all of all that you do. Disney holds a special place in the hearts of people around the globe. Thanks to you and your dedication to this company and its mission to bring joy to the people through great storytelling is an inspiration to me every single day. So that's the email he sent out to all the all the cast members. That must have been quite a surprise when you just open up your email and it says a, a message from Robert A. Iger. Got his, email, got his CEO. email address right back. What's that? I said he got his email address right back. Yeah, I'm sure he had to like go to IT and get Call his credentials Billy down updated. in IT. Hey, I hate to wake you up, but uh... he's he's setting his password. It's like it must be 14 characters, no two consecutive letters. Must have a capital, a special character, and cannot be one of the last five passwords you used. So imagine him sitting there coming up with all different things on his keyboard. Oh, I used that one last time. He probably writes his password on a sticky note. <laughs> bad, bad security. I bet he's technologically savvy. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah, yeah, he seems good. I don't know what we're... I mean, I wasn't expecting to get that news on a on a Sunday night. I guess it makes sense to do it over a weekend. Kind of ease the transition. While the markets aren't open, things like that. But I mean, I knew Chapik was in hot water, but I didn't think it would happen so so quick after that earnings report. But a lot of stuff went down in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, he, he announced what a hiring freeze and the layoffs, and then Yeah, I, I mean, guess... right before the holidays, seats Uncle Bob comes out and says that he's gonna can a bunch of people. Yeah, well, he did. He got himself canned. <laughs> So I, I don't know. It's very, very interesting. And then uh, people are like celebrating like Jesus is returning with Iger. I just don't. I liked Iger better than Chapik, but I never really lo- had any great admiration or love for Iger. He's well, the do one you that... see the fanboys like there's they're so ridiculous. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, we're I mean... gonna get Medicini Plus. Oh, we're gonna go and take away the reservation system. They're <laughs> probably just idiots. None. Yeah, probably none of that's gonna happen. The only thing that might change soon is they may just stop the the park hopping restrictions. Like you can park hop anytime. You don't have to wait till two o'clock. That's the only thing I could see potentially happening soon in the parks everything else is going to stay status quo with parks i mean he was obviously brought in to fix disney plus disney plus lost like 1.5 billion dollars it's what they care about it's a freaking media company right that's, the parks that's what, he, that's what he's here for the parks run themselves even though like the small amount of people that we see in our uh, insulated bubble are going to complain and moan and say it's not good and the value is not there. While I do agree with a lot of that, um, they, they're making more money than ever. So they're not going to change the one aspect of the company that's been a cash cow for them. He's coming in to fix the entertainment aspect, the, the streaming and the movies and the TV shows. That's basically what they're bringing him in to do. And that shows because... The first thing he did on his first day back at the job is uh, they announced that 
the chairman of Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution, Kareem Daniel, is stepping away from his position. So he was uh, in charge of all the entertainment, media and entertainment. And I guess he was like Chapik's number one confidant and right-hand man. So I guess they wanted to get all the the Chapik acolytes out of the uh, out of the C-suite. So he's gone as well. Nothing about Demaro. I, I guess he's sticking around. I think he's the biggest weasel of them all. But that's another conversation for another day. Now he's got to he's got to pick his successor again. I mean, is he gonna sabotage that guy too? Like he did yeah, with Chapik. I mean, people, I guess it can give people their time to celebrate because Chapik was bad. Like, nobody liked him. He didn't do a good job. He was not the guy for the job at that company. But Iger's no... He had no zero spin. charisma. Chapik? Yes. Yeah, Iger's like, basically see Chapik guy, like... with, a, with a good personality and a better PR team. Like, like when you used to, you know, back when Eisner used to, like, you know, right before the Disney movies, he had charisma. You yeah. always see him, like, during the parades, the Christmas parades. He was a very likable guy. Right. This guy, you just, again, you you want, I still want to slap him, even though he's gone. He just has that face that you want to slap. Don't you want to see, like, your red hair marks on his chin? <laughs> on his bald head? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Iger's got, like, a very, like, he looks like a CEO, doesn't he? He looks like a he looks like a salesman. Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily a good thing, but yeah, he does kind of look like a salesman. And Chapik looks like a chief in his in his suit jacket. Yeah. Chapik looks like a bad guy from like a 1940s movie that was like the evil bank manager. That's what Chapik looks like. Like he's foreclosing on the on the farmhouse. I don't know. I don't have I don't think this is going to affect much of what we enjoy about Disney. You and no, I, I don't either. The parks and resorts. I think that's going to remain relatively untouched and unchanged. I mean nothing's going to I mean the the wheels of progress move slowly, as they say, so any changes that happen wouldn't be seen right away, especially in the parks. But I don't expect them to really do anything too crazy in that department because it makes some money. That Genie Plus, by the way, did you see now with the uh, the surge pricing on Genie Plus, how oh much it was God. today? $29. $29. Wasn't it 15 when they brought it, was it out? 15 yeah. $29. It's doubled. $29. I mean, is it going to, is that the max? I don't know if they put a max on it because. It's only going to get busier this week as the week goes on, right? Like well, Thursday's going to be crowd. Somebody posted, "I'm in a Grand Floridian group." Yeah, you should have seen the lines to get on that freaking monorail. Oh, really? It was past the gift shops. You know the Mickey Mouse mercantile upstairs. Mm-hmm. It was past that. Oh, it's <laughs> like miserable. they took a picture from like where the where the orchestra used to play. Yeah, and the lines are. Right and it there. was like past that, and then on the other side where the basin soap is, mm-hmm. it was past that. That's what a what a great way to start your day. You spent seven hundred dollars, and then you try to get on the transportation. You got to wait an hour and a half because that thing doesn't come constantly either. It's not like the Skyliner, right? Like you're waiting a good what eight to ten minutes between trains sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you're the last. And you're the last stop. So by the time it by the time it comes, yeah, it's already like two picked seats up the available. Temporary transportation and ticket center in the Polynesian. Right, there's like two seats left. So even when it's slow, it. you're still you're standing room only. Right. That's why I thank God that they made that walkway because that's the only way I go. Oh, that would be a no-brainer, absolute no. Well, the ferry, I don't care if it takes 25 minutes. I'd rather sit there and on the Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah, I'd rather wait there than... like a hot chocolate going to the Magic Kingdom than be standing in that stupid line. Right. Yeah, I mean, obviously this week is extraordinarily busy but i'm assuming they still have staffing issues and they're not fully staffed and you know ready for these amount of crowds that are there because i didn't i didn't feel it was that busy in the summer when i was there in july i've never felt it was that busy but it looked but you're saying it looked busy it looked busy but the only time it, it, it ever seems to look busy is is from social media 
And then the time yeah. that I was with your folks a few weeks ago for some because it was a weekend. It was just it was insane. It was a holiday weekend. Columbus that's Day. that's right. Yep, that's right. The busiest I ever have been there was Martin Luther King. Was it? Yeah, that time. Yeah, when it took me 45 minutes just to get into the parking lot. That was the busiest it ever was. And it was in January that I've ever seen it at Epcot. It was ridiculous. I couldn't get into the parking lot. We, we're getting off, and usually, you know, you can go a little bit, and I had to, like, almost jack on my brakes because you come around that corner and all the cars were stopped. Right. I, I couldn't believe how busy it was that day. It was back in 2019. But I don't know. I mean, what other what other thoughts do you have on this news? I mean, it, was, it came as a shock. You, did you see... This not necessarily Iger returning, but did you I had see never Pitt? even really heard. Susie said she heard rumblings, but I never really. Well, I know like Jim Cramer called for his his firing, right after the earnings report, and then they announced a huge hiring freeze and budget cuts, and then they bought like a one point five billion dollar cruise ship, like that kind of came out of nowhere, which seemed to surprise some people like a half-built cruise ship they bought off somebody i don't even remember i heard that news and then like two days later that was it but it's all the streaming right it's just disney plus that was his downfall Mm -hmm. as bad as people say the parks have gotten which is probably somewhat true it's probably not as bad as people say or as it's not as as bad as people say but it, it's gotten worse. Like, it's not as good as it used to be. Absolutely not. A lot of entertainment. The value's not there as much as it used to be. Um, but that's probably the least of their concerns. You know one thing I do have to say, though, about Disney going to the parks, which is discouraging? Like, five, six, seven years ago, when people would say to you, like, oh, you go to Disney a lot, isn't it expensive? You could say, that's not that bad. You could do it for 1500 bucks. You could do it for $2,000, you know, for five nights or something. Now when people say, oh, isn't it as expensive? The first thing is, it's really expensive. It's got, like, you can't even defend, you know, as the defenders that we have been in the past. Right. On about like if you go back into our catalog, we've had episodes where like plan a trip for under a thousand dollars. You couldn't even think about doing that now. Like with tickets in a hotel for more than two or three nights, you couldn't do under a thousand dollars, right? Right. You know, not solo trip. Family of four? Forget it. Like my park tickets this summer were twenty five hundred dollars just for the four of us. Just the park tickets. It's a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, we still did it. We had we had a good time. But if it was if the park tickets were half that, maybe I'd be going again next summer instead of saying two or three years in between. But the demand is still there. Look at the crowds; they're mm-hmm. crazy this week. So we'll see how it goes through the month of December. I mean, you're. Your AP turns off at some point soon, right? The second, yeah, it's, it's off now. It's off now just for a few days. So. This week, and then it turns off for like three weeks in December, right? Not even. Not even. That's why it was a no-brainer to oh, I thought it was like now. Uh, I thought it was like December 15th through the end of the year. It's it later might than be, that. It might be. So I think it's like two weeks total. So That's not bad. And Easter, is that the other one that's mm-hmm. shut up? Oh, no. No, only Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to be there this week? Right. The only one is, like, maybe Christmas, because I know you like going up on Christmas Eve, like, if you can find a good deal. But now you can't even get a... If, if I could have gotten you... a pet sitter, and I could have gotten this, and I could have gotten that, I would have just gotten a few single tickets. Right. Well, that's spent true, a few hundred, Spent a few hundred dollars. Because when you went, you went on Christmas Eve two years last year. ago. Last year. Oh, it was last year, too? Mm-hmm. And you took road. No, just last year. Last year was a... Only time we went to the parks at Christmas Eve. Yep. Oh, to the parks. But you went to the cabins two years ago on Christmas, right? Uh, well? Just a couple of weeks before. Oh, it was a few weeks before. I've only been on property twice for Christmas Eve, and one was just to eat at uh, Wilderness Lodge. That's right. Yeah, I don't think it's going to change much with the, with the, with the news. 
surprised Iger came back, but I guess who else would they have? They're not going to bring in someone from the outside. Here, here, here's the deal. This guy is br- was brought in to try to put out a fire. Right. That's all this is. They took. They asked him to do two years, get a successor. He was just coming to put the fire out. Mm-hmm. I want. I now they're saying. Do you think they're going to hire? They've always hired within. Do you think they're going to look outside after this past disaster, or you think they'll still? Get a I would. successor from within. I would. Yeah. I think they need a creative, though. Because they have enough fail-safes at all the other levels. I, I think they've gotten just so freaking comfortable over the years. And this thing has right. just run itself. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know the inner workings and who's like, the chain of command and who's an up and comer. You hear about certain people, but Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's gonna be. You don't think he'll take that job? I don't. He's not doing such a great job with Twitter right now, as far as uh, an investment standpoint. Seems like he's he's lost a little bit of money on that. Yeah, <laughs> that you... would be funny though. You know what I find amazing? What's that? Is how nobody's talked about the board of directors. The ones who who okayed a three-year extension just a few short months ago. Right. When it it was up for renewing him, and everybody said he's got to go, and then they gave him three more years, and now they're squeezing their balls because of a bad earnings call. Well, he's got to go. Like, we jump on Bobby all the time. What what's up with the board of directors? Yeah, they Teflon. They don't have any accountability. There's no board accountability. Of di- board of directors usually like turns over every few years, doesn't it? Automatically, it's like a set term or not. And maybe I, it's I'm not different. sure how. I'm not really sure how it works. I don't know either. But it's mostly like investors, and it gets appointed, and like because I know, like Steve Jobs when he was alive, he was on the board of directors because Apple owned a big part of Pixar, and they got put on like the board of directors as part of the buyout of Pixar and things like that. So I don't really know who like the board of directors are. That's not my area of expertise, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's no accountability for them. Zero. They're moving the chess pieces. I mean, they're ultimately more, they're the, they're JPEG's boss and Iger's boss. So they're the ones who are running the direction of the company. Right, they let Iger pick Chapek. Chapek was a disaster. They get rid of Chapek and they bring in Iger, the guy. And then who they bring him, him in. So their 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 own mistake, which was his mistake, and now they're gonna do the same thing again and see what happens. Right. Now Iger could say the board pressured me into choosing Chapek as my successor, but then if that's the case and you regret it, are you getting more assurances this time that they're going to actually let you pick your successor? Right, right. Or are they going to tie your arms again the second time? Yeah, if he's just a puppet anyway, then what does he care? He's just coming back for a paycheck and try to get the glory. If he fixes this thing, he's going to be, you know, they're going to build a statue of him. I think he got a lot of concessions because why would you come back? If you're retired and you've got a boatload of money, what what is it at this point now? He's not coming back for twenty million dollars a year. He's coming back for a legacy. He's coming back for the it's guy a, who saved the freaking company. Yeah, it's his ego. That's like when you say like, why would you know someone who has billions of dollars run for president? A job that you know, like you look at guys like Bloomberg and Trump and these guys that have so much money. Why do they run for political seats? It's just all ego, isn't it? Same thing with. With Iger. I mean, it has to be. They're paying him a million dollars a year. That's what he took, a million dollars. And I guess if he meets his goals, he can get up to $25 million a year in bonuses. Which is basically the salary he was getting paid before he stepped down. Right. Wasn't he making like almost $30 million a year? Yeah, I, I don't think? know if that was straight salary. Usually usually all of their it's all in money stock comes from and stuff. Stock, yeah. yeah, comes from incentives. Well, I guess if he gets, you know, a few million dollars in stock right now when it was low at 80 and he brings right. it back up to 200, that's going to be a lot of money that he can make. 
Because what was it at its peak? It was over 200, wasn't it? Was it was over 200, yeah. yeah. And then it was at 80 Sunday night. I know it went up to over 100. It went up like 30% on the news. Today, uh, pre-market trading, it went up over 100. I think it was in the 80s. Oh, no. I think it, I think it was only up. I think it was up $8. And then it it was down to 5 So it, it wasn't up terribly, yeah. like, insane. Yeah, I didn't. I just saw that it was in the 80s on Sunday night and then pre-market trading it had gone up but I'm sure by the time the market opened it probably um, leveled out a bit what do you just sit in your office and watch CNBC while you guys work no I don't do that I don't, don't know drink, any you don't drink coffee it's and up, watch... it was up to 97 today went up 6.3% but it, it, it did at the market open it went up to over 100 then it kind of leveled out let's see the five-year trend where was it in 189 looks like the high okay so it didn't get quite up to 200 but pretty damn close that was february 2021 it was at 189 and then it was the low, pretty much the lowest, you know, in the past few years, the lowest anyway. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a financial advisor. I'll say that much. I'm just, I, it's, it's curious. Like you, that doesn't happen very often. The CEOs of Disney usually stick around for a long time. Right. Because he's only like, how many have there been? Five, maybe, total? I mean, wasn't Eisner pretty much after the Disney family? Well, Ron Miller, right? Which was Disney's son-in-law. Took over. And then, then Eisner, then Iger, then this little blip on the radar. It's back to Iger. So Iger has basically been in charge since 05. It's going to be 20 years for him if you take out that little JPEG reign that basically never happened. Because even for the first year of it, Iger was still overseeing everything. Right, yep. Yeah. Remember, he took over in like February, and then like three weeks later, Iger's like, I'll come back and guide us through this. Yeah. I think think Iger's got a pretty big ego. I think that plays into it quite a bit. Oh, I, I do he, too. I think he wants to be the hero and he likes to be the hero. Now, what were you saying today? You you were starting a little rumor ch- mill. What was I starting? With uh my buddy. Oh, I wasn't starting it. I was saying, wouldn't it be amazing if they got I've Eisner... seen I've seen a little things on social media talking about the same thing. Wouldn't it be you amazing? You might be a trendsetter. If Michael Eisner yes. got brought in as a special consultant for parks or something like that because he was a he was a studio guy but i think his he be, he fell in love with the parks and the resorts when he took over remember how uh you don't remember i was gonna say remember how good they were no not not quite but you could yeah. eat in the bathrooms yeah i know like you literally you could eat in the bathrooms but Eisner opened all the hotels. He built Walt Disney World. I mean, Walt Disney World was there, but he built he it built a resort. He built yeah. the Walt Disney World Resort. It wasn't really the Walt Disney World Resort back in the day when they had two two when they had well they the Disney Inn would, would count. So they had three resorts in Fort Wilderness. So the CEOs of Disney. Roy O. Disney from 1929 to 1971. That's a good run. Don Tatum took over from 71 to 76. And then uh, Card Walker from uh, 76 to 83. Then Ron Miller took over from 83 to 84. And then Eisner was 84 to 05. Then Iger, O five to basically present. But Ron Miller was the uh, chief operating officer, and I think when Card Walker 
stepped down or or I don't know if he died when he was no he he just died so when he stepped down Ron Miller took over and then I think he just was bringing in uh Eisner like bringing him up either way I don't know I don't know those guys my my knowledge starts with I mean 1984 when Eisner took over I was one year old so I don't really mm-hmm. remember much before that I've only known Eisner and Iger really I'm not, we're gonna delete the Chapek era basically those two years we're just gonna say never happened because how long even though he took over 2020 how long had Iger been out of the picture like six months yeah not I mean yeah so it hasn't been that long. It was a blip on the radar. I don't know. You have any other thoughts here on this? It's just, yeah, I'd love to see Eisner come back into the company in some role. I don't expect him to be an executive, but if he was a consultant and he came in and just for the goodwill, I mean, imagine him just being like the face of the parks and he could do like media tours and, go to the grand openings to the rides and hype all that stuff up and try to be like the the goodwill ambassador for Disney parks and resorts that would be pretty oh cool. that would be great i miss him so much and I, but i don't know you we talk about the egos i'm sure he has a pretty big ego and you think iger's going to come crawling back to the guy he succeeded and ask for his help no and you think eisner's going to listen no. to him you know, I mean, that's the problem. Realistically, I don't think it would happen, but it would be very cool. Blue sky kind of thinking. But those kind of things don't happen when these positions are, it's all politics and big money and, you know, big egos. Those kind of blue sky ideas don't usually come to fruition in those situations. But ultimately, whatever you think of Iger, which I'm not sold on him, Nope, he can't, neither am he, I. He can't be worse than Chapek. That's correct. So it's he ultimate. wasn't. We already have at least a track record. That's he wasn't true. worse. Right. So ultimately, it's I think it's a good thing. We'll find out how good in the next couple of years and who the successor is. I guess that's the most important thing that happens here. Um, but I think Chapek had to go. They needed to reset the direction of the company and. I think it's a good thing that they did it and we'll see what happens. Any final thoughts from you there, partner? That's a negative. Should we take our second break? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. Oh, woman, oh, woman, oh, treat me so mean. You're the meanest old woman that I've ever seen. I guess if you say so, I'll have to pack my things and go. That's right. Get the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more. You say Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. Now, baby, listen, baby, don't you treat me this away, cause I'll be back on my feet someday. Don't care if you do, cause it's understood. You ain't got no money, you just ain't no good. Well, I guess if you say so, I'll have to pack my things and go. That's right, hit the road, Jack. All right, we are back for break. Episode number 451 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Bye-bye, Bobby. Bald Bob is gone. Cheapek, is that what is that what you called him? Bob Cheapek, yep. Yeah. He's out of there. No more. You know what else? is? He can't even get an annual pass, even if he wanted to. Couldn't even buy one. They're not for sale. They're not for sale, Pards. Sorry, bud. Moose out front should have told you. But I don't know. He's gone. Now everyone got what they wanted, though, right? This is what everyone said. This was going to fix everything. So no this more complaining on Twitter. I, I just saw a group on Facebook bring back the orchestra. That's, 
number one on his list right now. I mean, it's very far down, but you never know. Like your your head starts thinking. It's like, well, if Chapik was a bean counter and the right person, like, because that's not even going to be on his desk. Right. So now the person that would make that decision, maybe they feel empowered to make that decision and spend that money. Correct. So it, those kind of things could happen. I wouldn't be shocked. Plus, it's nothing but like those kind of little things that are a literal drop in the bucket would bring a lot of goodwill. I think a lot. I think it's going to get better. Yeah, but a lot of I that think little the parks like, and resorts will get better. A lot of that goodwill stuff doesn't even register. It registers in our little corner of the internet that that we hang out in, and but that's such a small, you know, part of the company and what goes on there that it's not even a, a blip for them. But if those things do happen, if they do feel more empowered to make those decisions, uh, then I'll tell you it's what, though, when, when you said that the parks, when they make money, it's going to come to an end eventually. If they screw it up, if they don't fix it, if they don't fix it, that's what I'm saying. If you, yeah. if you are status quo, eventually it's gone. It's going to plateau and then it'll eventually start going down. Gone. Yeah. No, you're right. Because when you said you would like to go every year, and now you go every other year, if you're wowed, you might figure out how to do it every year. Right. Because as much as we did have a good time, but I wouldn't brag to people, be like, oh, what a great value. I didn't feel like it was expensive. I still felt like it was expensive. Mm -hmm. Like while I'm there, I kind of pushed it out of my head. But if I look back on that, trip granted we were there for a long time and we stayed at a moderate and a deluxe and we kind of went like we didn't do a complete budget trip correct but it was a lot of a lot of effing money yeah it was yeah it is and for the product that was still pretty good but it wasn't as good as it's been in the past right and it's costing you know twofold threefold what it used to because it was back in the day that you could there was nothing better there was not a better product out there you get an annual if you wanted to go twice in a year, you just bought an annual pass because right. it was like eight hundred dollars. You're like, oh, I'll just get the annual pass for seven, eight hundred bucks. I'll go one more time for three or four days. You know, we'll plan our next year's trip two weeks before this year's trip, just so we could, you know, fit them in the same calendar year and have our annual passes, get my tables in Wonderland, save a little money there, and you're on your way. I was reading an article in I'd have to I'd have to back this up because I'm not sure if it's but they said for the first time ever that Disney now people are doing universal trips and then adding on to do Disney as opposed to the other way. Hmm. And I don't know. That's got, I, I'm that's, just this is something that I've read. Now what you saw is probably anecdotal, but you wouldn't even have heard that anecdote in the past. I, we know we know people who are doing that though. Right. That's what I mean. It's anecdotal. It's, in the past, yeah. these people never even went to Universal. Now we know people who are going there. I was and then person. doing a few days at Disney. I didn't do Universal, but when I went last summer in 2021, we went to SeaWorld. I was able to get an annual pass for SeaWorld for less than a day at Disney. You know what I mean? And then I got those free passes so I could bring my family in with my annual pass because they had free guest passes and I got free right. VIP parking and I saved 30% on food. I went for one day to SeaWorld and then we did like Gatorland and we did, you know, other stupid stuff. NASA, you know, so we went to Florida and we didn't go to Disney because in the past I wouldn't even considered it, but just with the prices being so expensive we said we'll do other stuff we can save money doing it that way i was right there and we didn't even go into the parks i think you have to be careful if you become complacent yeah and i think the company's been complacent for a number of years especially it's with run the parks. itself the stock price is has never plateaued and now they got to be careful yeah absolutely there's too much competition right now and that place right up the street, they're opening another another park. Mm-hmm. I hear the resorts are gorgeous. I heard and, the product's great. If you like that product. Money. Yeah. And see, that's not for us. It's the, not that, for us. Because we're not I don't care we're, to go on all the roller coasters and do we're all not a stuff, roller coaster. 
we're not total roller coaster nuts, right? I do want to check out the resorts though. Aren't you dying to? Yeah. Although I have to say, when we did City Walk, I was not impressed. I've City heard Walk that from a number of people. Was miserable. I felt like I got to pay thirty dollars to park to go to an Applebee's. Right, and it was it was literally an Applebee's was right. in there. I think, like we had dinner at it was a Moe's and a you know a Pan not Panda Express. What's the other one? Might even be Panda Express. Like there's a little Burger King in there. It's like yeah, I want to go pay- to Burger Quilt. <laughs> pay thirty dollars to park to go to Burger King. I yeah. mean, are the shops at least decent? There's like two. There's not even that many shops. So it's garbage. It's really, it's all food. And there's like some bars and stuff, but there's not a lot to do. And it was ridiculously crowded. And it was like. Because probably where all the locals go. I think so. Yeah. Probably the old Pleasure Island. People just get hammered, get into fights. Yeah. Could be. The mini golf was good. The little mm-hmm. mini golf course they had was fun. It was better than the Disney ones, I think. It was like in better condition. It was fun. The girls liked it better. But other than that, I was not impressed with City Walk. So I'm like, like you're right, though, because like people like me and you, we're begging Disney to take our money, and they're still making it hard. Like, I would have much rather have gone to Disney last year than done the other stuff. But I wanted to right. save a few bucks and do it a little differently. And it, we had a good trip. So I like, might do I, that again. I told Kristen, because not many people know, but I've told you that we're looking into DVC. And I said, at the end of the day, the last thing that I will ever let go of the resorts and the restaurants, right. I do see a day maybe that I no longer have an annual pass. And that's crushing me because I never thought that day would come. And it's probably still a year, two, three years out, but that day could come. I mean, honestly, for what, how often you go into the parks, it's probably not worth you having an annual pass. It's still worth it because the break even point is like, I mean, right now what they charge for single or even five-day tickets, and if you do a five-day, we could never do a five-day because we don't go five days in a row. Right. So our break-even point, we've already – we renew in May, and we've already made it. Yeah, that's true. And you you went a lot this year, though, because people started coming again. Yeah. And again, it's like like having insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you don't use it, oh, well. But it's always nice to be able to go. Yeah, exactly. But it could come to a point where I'm just like, I don't see the value. Right. And I know you, you're not going to get like that silver one that's blocked out on weekends and stuff like. Right. Like you're either going to have the one you have now or the unlimited one. You're not or the unlimited. There's going to be one of there's going to be one of two. Yeah. Yeah. One of two. I'm not going. You're not going to have half the days blacked out and then you got to have a friggin' spreadsheet to figure out when you can go to the park. Right. Oh, sorry, your vacation doesn't overlap with one of the days I can go to the parks. I can't hang out with you, you know? Right. I don't know. Anyway, I don't have anything else to add here. Do you, Parts? That, that would be a negative. All right. Well, you know where to find us. Of course, you can go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. Also, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. Go to our Facebook uh, group, search for WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family, request to join there. Having a good time it's in a that great discussion group, group, isn't it? I like that. A lot of good people that we hadn't really interacted with before. Right. Most of them. I mean, you, you're you more like people friend request you more, I feel like, and you get into like discussions, but no one really reaches out to me on that stuff, which is okay. I'm not complaining. I don't care either way, but there's a lot of new names that I didn't know that we haven't really interacted with before. So it's nice. It's nice to see those people that, you know. And what's great is that we're talking about what our interests are, which is what we talk about on the podcast. We're always talking about, we've been talking a lot about DVC. Food. Food. Yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah, join us on there if you want. If you're on Facebook, just search for the group WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family. Um, Of course, wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, 
and review us there. Um, our website, wdwbtg.com, or email info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. Anything else? No. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 451 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Oh, and happy Thanksgiving, too. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-Y.